Is the Locked On Bama signing day spectacular? Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Uh, went down much happening today. Sort of slept in, uh, watched some reruns of Laverne and Shirley. Uh, what, anything going on in your world? I was I was more concentrating on another pair, James <laughs> and uh, Russell. You know I mean? Was that Wait. today? Yeah, was that today? Uh, you knew there was something in your calendar. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Sling TV. Love Sling TV. They're awesome. But oh, oh, how I wish this episode was brought to you by Bojangles instead. Oh, God, if this episode was brought to you by Bojangles. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, we may get to that later. Um, but Jimmy, uh, everything sort of went. Uh, give, me, give me a minute to keep laughing. Hold on. That was funny. Still sort of laughing. Uh, oh, let's go ahead and tell everybody. All right. So Tony Mitchell uh, from Thompson High School. Uh, superstar, five-star slash high four-star safety, cornerback, hybrid kind of guy. Um, they won another state championship. And uh, he has been committed to Alabama for some time. He flirted with Texas A&M. He obviously flirted with Auburn. Some Auburn moderators thought that, um, you know, he may end up flipping to Auburn. One in particular, Jason Caldwell, who's a buddy of mine, a super guy. I mean, I like Jason Caldwell a lot. Yeah, he's but, good. But he uh, – he posted that uh, Tony Mitchell went so far as to tell him that he would be flipping to Auburn. He told him all this Monday. And there was something about, hey, we'll meet up on uh, – we'll as Jimmy teleports out of the podcast, we'll meet up on, so, on a, at a Bojangles on I-65 and, uh, you know, have our little party and photographs or whatever. And <laughs> – Obviously, Tony Mitchell didn't show, didn't show up, and again, I like Jason Caldwell, so this it's just a it's just kind of comical um, because I did have this image of Tony Mitchell's friends going, yeah, on the phone, like he says uh, he says he wants to meet me somewhere. Where do you want me to meet? Tell him Bojangles on I sixty five. Yeah, meet me mm-hmm. at Bojangles on I sixty five. Which one? I'll oh, mm-hmm. just tell him any of them because it doesn't matter. You're not going to show up anyway. <laughs> but I get. By the way. And, and again, I'm not poking fun at Jason because I like Jason. He's a super dude. Um, but I just – it's a funny recruiting story. And recruiting stories are going to be like this more often than not, people. They're going to be like this more often than not. Um, and, uh, you know, again, reporters like Jason who do a great job. Jason does a great job with what he does. You may not like him because he's the Auburn guy, but I'm telling you, I know him. He's a good dude. Um and I, I have no doubt in my mind that what he says happened, happened. But right. I also have no doubt in my mind that Tony Mitchell has been playing this game as well as anybody, if you want to call it as well as anybody, or some people may call it as poorly as anybody. I don't know. <laughs> but um, regardless, that is the new normal. And he, Jason Caldwell won't be the last uh, beat writer left at, at a lonely Bojangles booth, I'm telling you. don't So don't laugh too hard. Sounds to me like every single Miami recruiting reporter is in a Bojangles right now in South Florida 
lamenting the absence of Cormani McLean. So he was coming to he was coming to Miami, and now I don't know. I, I know it's weird. Now you brought him up, and I yeah. Cormani McLean to Alabama, yes or no? Uh, I go no. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Desmond Rick may go to Alabama. Agreed. Now I think let's talk about. Not predicting it, but possible. Very okay. Possible. So let's talk a little bit more. Uh, Alabama keeps Tony Mitchell. Uh, they they get Quay Rusaw and James Smith. Um, they end up signing. I, I think on paper this may be Nick Saban's best class. Now, 2017 is tough to beat, uh, especially in hindsight when you think about Tua and and Rugs and Judy and Najee and Brian Robinson, Leatherwood. I mean, all, a lot of dudes I just named are first round NFL picks. You know, so um, yeah, that's that's a tough one uh, to to top. But on paper, I think this one may do it. Now, will they be as good? I don't know, but I I think you could certainly make the argument for it. Yeah, kudos to us, by the way. We've been, uh, you know, obviously we do this show five days a week for, for all year, really. Uh, I think we'll cut it down to four shows a week during the summer. Uh, but uh, kudos to us, by the way. We've been very consistent in saying that James Smith and Quay Rusal would sign with Alabama. Uh, you know, we, we've we've there's been nervous days. There's been things that happen that maybe we weren't as adamant as other days. But we've been very consistent, and and I say that only because uh, on this show, in the comments to this show, and on Twitter and elsewhere, Luke, we've uh, we've been disagreed with quite a bit by Alabama fans who weren't confident. They they felt these kids, you know, they were stressed about all the trips to Auburn and the flirtations with Auburn and their obvious valid interest in Auburn, which was real. Um, but nevertheless, these kids are interested in multiple programs. Of course they are. You would be too if you're being recruited by everybody. You you would or you should give everyone a listen. Uh, but anyway, we, we, we ended up right about those two. And, uh, hey, we're not going to be right about everything. But, uh, you know, folks have to remember that, you know, with us, sometimes it's a guess, just like everybody else. We're, we're guessing like everyone else. But there are also times where we we know some stuff because we we know stuff because we're, you know, uh, because we're locked on Bama. So we know we know stuff. And uh, and, 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 you know, we, we uh, hopefully we earned some uh, trust with this uh, Smith and Russo stuff that we've been saying for months was, was going to be Alabama. Yeah, and I know a lot of people certainly had reason to worry. And I mean, look, that I mean, Smith was and Rousseau were both taking a lot of trips to Auburn. I get it, um, but in the end, I mean, I, I think if all things remaining equal, you trust Nick Saban, right? And look, here's the other thing. Uh, one thing I learned today that now, less than ever, uh, your state ties, your uh, growing up allegiances your um whoever your uncle always cheered for whatever that stuff matters less than ever less it, it never mattered too much but it, it, you're right it matters less now it it, 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 it it is it has been going downhill it is taking a decisive enron dip and um i i feel like um you know from here on out it's mostly going to be nil stuff it's mostly. And again, I, I've talked about this on two different shows in Montgomery today. Like some people are like disgusted by this. And, and I understand why you would be disgusted by it. I do. Um, at the same time, it, it it ain't changing. Now, they hired this new guy for the NCAA and maybe, you know, he'll get something done in Congress. And everybody just keeps saying that. 
but I haven't heard anybody say an idea. Like it's sort of like when you used to, when you would say, Hey, why didn't somebody stop Sean Alexander? Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Why hadn't we thought of stopping Sean Alexander? Oh, that's right. Cause we can't. <laughs> so um, it's sort of the same thing. Jimmy, let's go ahead and uh, let me tell everybody about Bet Online. You know I love Bet Online. You love Bet Online. We all love Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the place to go to get that bet in. It is absolutely awesome. So easy to navigate, so easy to operate, and even easier to pay in and pay out. That's what you want is, you know, you want to pay in, and then you want to win, and you want to get paid. So that's what Bet Online will let you do, bruh. Go check out Bet Online. You can bet on uh, baseball, basketball, soccer football, college pro, whatever you want. They got it. You can bet on uh, different odds like Heisman odds for next year. You can bet on whatever you want to bet on. They got it right there at Bet Online. Teasers and parlays, play poker, whatever you want. BetOnline.net, it's where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, um, I'm going to just look at the class here really quickly. And, you know, we got six five-stars. Uh, Caleb Downs, Keon Keeley, Caden Proctor, Justice Haynes, and um, Cray Russo and James Smith. Okay. I, I mean, I say six. Some sites may not have all those guys as five stars. Frankly, I think all of them should. Um, I, I personally, one, one site says you're a five star to me, you're a five star. If what, and I'm, I'm an on three guy. I'm, I'm, I'm saying on three has got the most accurate rankings and the on three consensus should be the standard of the industry. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, I'll say if uh, if ESPN is the only one that's got somebody as a five star and the other three don't, kid's a five star. If someone says you're a five star of the four services, you're a five star. Yeah, I'm with you. And I also realize the irony of wearing a master's, uh, master's T-shirt while it's going to be five degrees tomorrow. But um, that just dawned on me. I just threw on a T-shirt. I, it's better than being shirtless, right? I mean, you don't want to see that. Yes, um, yes, yes, Andre Smith, it is. <laughs> that would be if you, we yeah. ought to get me doing the yeah. the forty yard dash with Andre uh, as Andre Smith and just, I mean, just breast flapping for me. Um, but anyway, um, so I, of the five stars, okay, or I mean, really say this about anybody in the class if you want to. I'm, I'm. I said this on the Montgomery station today. I believe this. Uh, people are going to think I'm crazy because everybody's going to go. It's either Smith, Rousseau, Keeley, Proctor. I think Caleb Downs is our best signee. I did, did, nobody, nobody fired darts at me. I think Caleb Downs is our best signee. I'm not firing anything. I, I agree. I, I mean, I and, and it's tough to pick. Everyone's going to have their. See, I have who I think is going to be the best and maybe a personal favorite. You know, I mean, sometimes my favorite isn't necessarily the best it's just hey this is i'm really rooting for this guy for whatever reason but uh of all the the big names and there's big ones i mean Ke keely and, and and smith and russo uh and proctor but uh yeah if, if if you like said okay which of these would you bet your real money is going to be a collegiate superstar uh my answer is caleb downs uh just like yours luke and i say that even though he's a safety and safeties don't have the, you know, the draft value other positions have for a reason. They're not considered as impactful as a pass rusher, as a tackle, you know, as, as a quarterback. Uh, but not, I think Caleb Downs is the best player of all of them. I think Keon Keeley is awfully close. I think Proctor's close. Uh, those would be the top three for me, probably followed by 
Smith and Russo, uh, just off the top of my head, but now I'm leaving out. Justice Haynes is another guy to me, Luke, and Richard Young. But I'm, I, I flip-flopped on this, by the way. Early in the process, I had Young ahead of Haynes. I've ended the process with Haynes ahead of Young personally. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine a world in which Justice Haynes is not a star running back in, in, in college football. Uh, so, so I put him up there. Uh, I like Hurley a lot. Might be a corner, might be a safety, but I like Jaleel Hurley a ton. I like Yonze Pierre a ton. Um, yeah, I mean, what what a group. What a freaking group. And uh, it'll be interesting to see who plays early. I think a lot of them might. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see where Alabama sort of uh, aims in the portal. Uh, you know, I expected Alabama to sign a few more guys. Let's be honest. I really thought Alabama would end up with either Arian Carter or Sunterine Perkins. They did not. Uh, I thought Alabama would end up with another corner. They may end up with Desmond Ricks. That's not over. But you might not end up with Ricks or Brown or Tyler Scott, uh, who they sort of uh, – I, I don't know if backed off is the right word. I think they really focused on Ricks and Brown late. Uh but you might not end up with corners. So, so it's it's not, you know, you're short a couple guys. But the good news for that is, Luke, uh, there'll be room. Now there's room to add guys from the portal. And uh, I would be looking maybe, I uh, just wrote this on Bam Insider, I would look, Luke, towards a cornerback, uh, the offensive line, and tight end. As uh, those three spots, I, I, I think those three will be the focus in the portal but that's that's not inside source. That's uh, that's me looking at the signing list and the roster, and 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 that's what looks obvious to me: offensive line, cornerback, and tight end. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. In fact, those you know, if there's one place that I think Alabama, or two places maybe I think Alabama could have uh, done a little more. My my take would be defensive line, even though this defensive line class arguably the best in the, this recruiting cycle, mm-hmm. because Peter Woods isn't in it. Right, almost deduct some points, but again, I man, I hate saying anything negative about this class because I love it so much. Um, it's just oh, if this class had Peter Woods in it, I mean, I'd be so thrilled, but um, this class is ridiculous. I mean, look, the other day, a week ago, a a week ago, plus or minus, we didn't think we were getting Caden Proctor, (laughs) and we just came out of the blue. I mean, for us, it didn't for the for the staff who's maintain daily if not weekly contact but uh we're, we're, we're not informed of every single thing and we don't know that but yeah i mean uh when i first heard that proctor was a thing that could happen i was not stunned i wasn't stunned because we were so close to getting him this summer uh but i was surprised for sure yeah for sure all right jimmy here's what we're going to do we're going to take another break and when we come back we're going to talk about some more of this signing class All right, I know this episode is going to end up being a little shorter than I want it to be. We will have more of a wrap-up tomorrow. Okay, everybody? Um, I've It just – everything sort of come together. i got to go pick up my daughter. Got to do a few things. But I want to keep going on this signing class. Jimmy, one guy you mentioned, we've talked about him before. First of all, let me tell you something about uh, Perkins, who signed with Ole Miss. It is pronounced, and I got this straight from Joseph Hastings, who asked him personally, Suntarian. I know it's not spelled that way. And I, I have also said Suntarine Perkins. I said Suntarine Perkins during the whole Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game. So did the other guys with me because they piggybacked off what I pronounced it. It is Suntarian. I don't know why. Hastings is the uh, 
is is so, uh, hey, I believe it. Uh, now here's here's the thing. He plays for another team, so I doubt it comes up much. <laughs> That's true. I hope we f- forget how to say it again. That would be the, the positive, unless he transfers here. Um, by the way, he, oof, Ole Miss. I mean, they see, have a lot of swings and misses here lately, and I mean, he's far and away Lane their best. Hard. Lane doesn't huh? recruit hard. Lane doesn't recruit hard. I, I know that drives some people crazy because we have so many Lane fans in the Alabama fan base, but. Uh, that's one part of Nick Saban that absolutely did not rub off on Lane Kiffin. He yeah. does not recruit hard. It's not, it's. I, I guess he feels he doesn't have to. Okay, you mentioned Yanzi Pierre a little bit earlier, and um, I'm telling you that uh, you had the best sources around. I've got a couple of sources myself, and I can tell you the coaching staff is as fired up about Yanzi Pierre as anybody we signed. They have been saying, and they have, this is not something that just came up. This is something they've been saying for a long time. Yanzi Pierre is going to be a problem. And um, if there's one guy that's not a five-star on any site that I think ends up playing like a five-star in his career at Alabama is Yanzi Pierre. Yeah, the coaches have different opinions in the recruiting services, which is great. They also have extremely educated opinions, and we should really care of how the staff right but it is true i have enough inside sources to know luke uh backing up what, what you said there not only i, I agree I, I hear the same things from inside the walls that yonze pierre is absolutely one of their favorite kids in this group uh in, in terms of who they believe uh is going to be a great player at the next level um so uh agree totally there I, it just reminds me of a, of a story years ago uh, from one of our great early classes under Saban, an assistant coach, right after it was signed. I think it's the 08 group. Uh, it's 08 or 09, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, and we signed maybe the number one class in the country or number two, whatever it was. It, it was really high. And, and and the headliners were like Julio Jones and Marcel Darius. And I had a coach tell me this ended up being wrong, but it's right enough to point out how this isn't crazy in retrospect, even though it ended up wrong. But anyway, I had a coach on that staff that helped recruit that group years ago uh, tell me uh, that uh, the best player in that class is what was going to be Kevin Norwood. He's like, Kevin Norwood's going to be the best player in this group. And that's just a great reminder. Yeah, that ended up wrong, but Kevin did end up being better then all of the projections, and he helped us win a national championship in 2011. So it, it, was, it was interesting that, that, that that was the opinion. But but it just says so much about how they have their own opinions. They don't go by the recruiting service rankings. They got their own opinions. And inside the staff, they have their own opinions. This coach said Norwood. Another coach would have said Julio or or whoever. And, and uh, that's a good reminder of that, Luke. But, yeah, I, I hear – I think if the staff produced a, a list of their favorites or who they thought would be best, it would not match up with the recruiting services. That's true. Yeah, I think that's absolutely correct. Um, and Norwood did beat the Honey Badger on a huge pass play in that national championship game. So that should yeah, be we, a- we won the national championship with Kevin Norwood's help. He was a great player. And on the day we signed him, uh, if we had locked on Bama then, Luke, I don't know that his name would have come up, you know, because we, we'd signed so many stars in that class. Uh and, and I'm I, I'm sure that there's some, you know, some somebody on our staff is championing Olas, you know, Olas is like, hey, uh, Olas can be the best player in this group. I mean, that that shouldn't surprise us if that's an opinion uh, that's held by one of the coaches. 
All right. So overall, of course, Alabama is going to finish number one. Their average is going to be uh, the, the average, you know, for the player rating is going to be 94.76. That's consensus on a 24 seven, which is great to look at. Um, but here's what's so interesting to me. Alabama one, Georgia two, uh, LSU six, Oklahoma. And I'm going to include Oklahoma and Texas. So I should include Texas at four, Oklahoma, eight, uh, Tennessee, 10, Florida, 12, A&M 14, South Carolina 16, Auburn 19. I think that's 10 of the top 20 or top 19, really, um, all in the SEC. And so this goes back to, and I'm not going to get on a rant about this because we're talking signing day. This is why I don't want automatic qualifiers in the playoff because when you have the SEC and they get half of the top 20 every year in recruiting, playing in the SEC ain't the same is playing in the American Conference or the Pac-12 or whatever. It's not – or the ACC even. It's not the same. And, in fact, I mean, I think a, an indictment on the ACC would be, you know, Miami seems to be really the lone team that has his act together on NIL. I guess Clemson does a little bit. I mean, they did get Peter Woods. But um, otherwise, the ACC looks like they didn't clean up very well. And, in fact – Auburn comes in late. Now, I know he's in-state cat, cat and all that, but they come in late and still want FSU's best commits in Keldrick Falk um, mm-hmm. with very little time. And that tells me that, you know, people are going to keep migrating to the SEC no matter what. So I, I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, but overall, uh, some – I mean, a really big day, obviously, for Alabama. Alabama had a big day. I would say, you know, Georgia finishes number two, and I'm not taking any shots at Kirby Smart or anything like that. But, man, they missed out on some dudes. I mean, they missed out on Caleb Downs, obviously, in their home state, and, and uh, Justice Haynes, who's a legacy. Um, and then Ohio State. Ohio State took it on the chin a little bit to me, Jimmy, and so did Notre Dame. Notre Dame loses Keon Keeley to us specifically weeks ago, and then they lose Peyton Bowen, uh, their, their top commit – after Keon Keeley left, and uh, he flips to Oregon. A lot of people thought he was going to flip to, like, Oklahoma or something, but he ends up flipping to, to Oregon. Yeah, Oregon had a big day. Look, the recruiting rankings are always going to line up with this, Luke, as long as the SEC continues to be the most drafted from conference. You know, when you add it all up at the end of draft weekend after seven rounds of the draft and they add up, okay, which conference produced the most draft picks, it's the SEC year after year, after year, after year. The recruits know this. They notice this. They want to play in the SEC to get the most attention, to prove themselves against NFL competition. As long as the SEC leads uh, all the conferences in draft picks, they're going to lead all the conferences in recruiting. Uh, A little bit of a chicken or the egg thing. Maybe that's why the SEC is leading in draft picks, or maybe that's why the SEC is leading in recruiting. Not sure which came first, chicken or the egg here, but those two are unquestionably intertwined and uh and it's obviously from today's results going to continue yes it is and jimmy we're going to talk a lot more about this recruiting class i mean some things are going to be a little bit more solid when we uh do the podcast for tomorrow but we definitely want to get something out there today a lot of guys to be excited about obviously you still got damari brown as of this recording uh desmond ricks is still out there you mentioned Tyler Scott, but I, like I said, I think he ends up going to Auburn. So, uh, and he's a good player, but I mean, he's a three-star guy. He and the Kendrick Falk pickup was nice. I knew Q would have a, a, a solid impact quickly over there, and I'm telling you, next year in state, uh, I'll go ahead and predict right now. Let's end on a bad note. 
uh, on, on, after such a great <laughs> next year, Hugh Freeze is going to beat Alabama for a kid we want in Alabama. That that'll happen in the I, next. I can class. buy that. I can buy that. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. You know, typically historically, if Auburn has a a moderately decent coach that cares about recruiting, they'll beat us head to head on some in state guys occasionally. Um, That's right. I'm not saying Brian they're going to have a better They won't have a better class than Alabama, but they will beat Alabama for for a couple of kids next year. I, I have no doubt that's true. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to join us tomorrow, and uh, we'll be back with more Locked on Bama. Until then, roll tide. Roll tide.